This episode of Fun Employment Radio is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, all you have to do is go to squarespace.com and use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You can't just add that in. On I can't. I'm anything. just going to start confusing people. No, it doesn't make any sense. When they sense. say a word to me. No, no, that's right. It doesn't make any sense. Because no. even the original version doesn't really make like, the most sense. It does make sense. No. It does make sense because those words are in the original words. I'm so just going to go ahead and sense. start flipping that every time someone tries to insult me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respond no, with that. No, for example, when I said today uh, I had the best intention to, you can't add that on there. I think I can. You know, just like you're trying to make cyberwebs catch, I can do whatever I want. I do what I want. Oh, my God. I'm feeling feisty today. Yeah, I know. It's it's <laughs> annoying. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here out of Portland, Oregon, five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. And to listen live, you just subscribe for six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Oh, my so gosh, it is. Try it out? It's absolutely free. Greg, so that is such... Interesting news. I mean, you have nothing to lose. Nothing to lose at no, all. No, not at Free all. Free is a great price. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, of course, the podcast is available all around the cyberwebs, wherever podcasts can be found. So thank you so much for tuning into those. We've got a lot of stuff we're going to get to here today, um, but a little bit of behind-the-scenes information, <laughs> just so that uh, you guys know this. Uh, Sarah is, of course, the co-host here at Fun Employment Radio. Yes, and- Greg needed to say co-host. Yeah. I'm the co-host. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm number two. Uh-huh. And uh, for some reason today, she has decided to be very, uh, very, as it's being noted in the live chat, obnoxious. So... No, I think- I, it's actually being noted in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. It says, I love how Greg has the balls to get annoyed at Sarah. <laughs> When you are the most obnoxious person on the face of the planet. But that's what I'm supposed... Well, wait. No, I'm not obnoxious. I just have uh, insights that people want to hear. Insights people want to... So here's what Sarah has been doing. This is apparently her new thing now that she's she's doing. And today I was talking about how... Because I borrowed some headphones from her and I brought those back. And she said, oh, did you bring them? I said, I thought I did. I had the best intention to. And her reply was... Intention makes an ass out of you and me. You know what they say about intentions? It makes an ass out of you and me. See, and that's that's not how that works. That's at, A, that's supposed to be assume is what that's supposed to be. Oh, you're just assuming you that's what it's supposed to be. And on top of that, it doesn't even work. It, it does not work with intention. You adding that on to the end of words does not make any sense It does, because all. it doesn't make any sense in the first place. An ass out of you and me. That's That doesn't make any sense. I, I just, I'm going to start attaching it when someone says, like, oh, um, you know, I, I think that's kind of ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, real ridiculous makes an ass out of you and me. <laughs> it, just, it doesn't apply. You cannot do that. That is so annoying. Mm-hmm. That is so annoying. You cannot do that. I, I totally will. I'm going to. I, I think it's going to be my new thing. No, I don't think it should really, really I think be it should. Well, people who say that are annoying anyway, so I mean, you might as well just like throw it back at them. <sighs> Sarah, and just when someone says something like, if Greg's just like, hey, I'm a super douchebag, and he'll be like, hey, a douchebag makes an ass out of you and me. I've never... Okay, any... <laughs> that is not anything I would ever say, number one, and on top of that, it is... So obnoxious! It is so obnoxious. You've got to go to no. You've got to go to your thesaurus and like come up with more obnoxious, something more than obnoxious. Come on. <sighs> <laughs> All right. Um, 
Anyway, this is what this is what uh, what Sarah has been doing the entire time. Yes. So it is. It well, is I know. Quite I'm trying obnoxious. to think of like I. I'm trying to think of like other ways that I can say because I think that you can pretty much say it to like any any word that anyone says. Greg, why don't you say something to me? Well, I just said like you are being very obnoxious today. <laughs> obnoxious makes an ass out of you and me. See, that doesn't apply. It totally applies. It does not work. It does not work like that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> See, I'm looking in the chat and people are liking this. People are saying that they approve. <laughs> yeah, it's totally the new Ryan saying do as the Romans do. Just like people say random shit all the time. Why can't I say like, oh, that makes an ass out of you and me? And yeah. then I'm not going to even like look at them and be like, <laughs> that's funny. I'm just going to say it like nonchalantly. Fine. I'm going to start using phrase. Uh, I had a... I had a, um, my buddy Dan used to always do do this uh, saying that I I for years I wondered if it made sense because he like you know he reads the Bible and all that stuff so I mean maybe I thought like maybe he's doing something some biblical phrase <laughs> some biblical thing yeah but he'd always say he's like ah not I said the blind man like after certain things you know we'd be like yeah man I don't want to do any of that yeah not I said the blind man and I finally one day I'm like what what is that from he's like I don't know I just kind of made it up. Oh my so god! He's been using it forever. <laughs> so now I have incorporated that into some things. Not I says the not, blind man. Not I said the blind man. I don't know. That makes an ass out of you and me. See, oh, it that doesn't work though. <laughs> that doesn't work. That's basic spelling. I love when people. God bless our our listeners. I love each and every one of them, particularly the ones that um get confused about because I'm I, as I said before I'm not very I'm not the most bright person in the world but blood fix in the chat I ain't saying the most bright person I in the ain't world. most I ain't the most smartest oh speaking of that yeah I have something coming up with smarts later that we were talking about earlier okay but no I like it when people in the chat are even like kind of confused like blood fix in the chat says the problem with this is that I can't tell if Sarah really doesn't know why or why not it doesn't work <laughs> 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 yes yeah, spoiler alert I know what it means for the most part, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's uh, I think it's it's out of control. I think you need to I think you need to stop it. I think it sounds ridiculous, and I think that uh, oh, there's one. So another one's being suggested. Not I said the cat. <laughs> that makes no sense. That also makes no sense. Ugh. Stupid is as stupid does. There's another one. Yeah, that one. That one I did always kind of wonder about. What stupid, stupid is a stupid does? Mm-hmm. Isn't yeah. that so from dumb, Forrest Gump? Dumb people do dumb things? Is that basically what it is? I think so. Okay. All right. Well, like when in Rome. <sighs> when in Rome. Yeah, you do as the Romans do. Mm-hmm. When you're visiting. No, that makes perfect sense. When you're in Rome, you do as the Romans do. You, do, you, you adapt to their culture, adapt to whatever they're doing, and that's what that means. See, that one makes perfect sense. I, I completely understand that one. Well, I think that with you like trying to use like big words to try and insult somebody, it makes an ass out of you and me. <laughs> that's... I I wasn't even trying to insult you. I said best intention, and that was where it came from. <laughs> this is so frustrating. You are frustrating me. Well, welcome to my life every day, every day that I work with you. All right. All right. All right. Yes. Well, um... <laughs> no, I mean, the more that I'm doing it, the, like, no, the more that I'm doing it, the more sense that it's making. Okay. Okay. All right. So what else am I doing that's annoying today besides that? Well, that d- mainly that. Well, on top of that, the other thing here, let's uh let's just discuss this. So, this is this is behind the scenes talk here on Fun Employment Radio. We're just going to go straight behind the scenes. All right. Um there's one thing that I've always had a stance against that I feel is is not appropriate for a workplace environment. And of course, this is our studio. This is our uh, this is our workplace. Sure. You know, this is where we come to work. Mm-hmm. And I believe there should be certain oh, dress codes. I know where you're going with this. Allowed. And you know, even though it's just us here in the studio, we don't have any guests in the studio today. But 
We don't. As much as I love having guests, some days I I love looking forward to guests because like because we always straighten up before guests come in because we like have our lunches sitting out still. Right. Because we're doing behind the scenes, Greg. I'm telling people behind the scenes. Okay, fine. Greg and I are both going. Of course, we're still in the throes of Operation Hot Summer. We are indeed the throes. So Greg and I are both respectively. Eating salads today. It is true. Although Greg's salad looks more delicious than mine. It's a pretty good salad. Yeah, you have you have a lot of like cheeses and all well, kinds a little of bit of cheese. The cheese probably wasn't good for the salad, but I did want to put a little bit of cheese in there. Mm-hmm. I had some raspberries, fresh raspberries, sure from Monmouth Independence. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, Monmouth raspberries. I know. But here's the thing. But I don't. Still, I don't even know where you're going with that one because I don't understand how this makes sense. Sarah, today. To the office. And I want to know what people think about this, whether you think this is appropriate or not to wear to an office office situation. Sarah is wearing flip-flops. Yeah. Flip-flop. Not sandals. Flip-flops. Mm-mm, not sandals. The kind that make the... The flippity-floppity sound. Noise every time that you walk around. I believe that those should be banned from the studio. I don't think that they're appropriate in any kind of a work environment. You I don't wear think your mandals to the studio. Those are sandals. No, those are mandals. Those are horrible. They're sandals. They're sandals, and I believe that sandals should be uh, sandals are okay if it's if it's a summertime environment, if it's a relaxed. Flip flops aren't like a separate category. Flip flops are sandals. <gasps> you Flip know what flops I saw? are not sandals. Okay, let me tell you this. I saw the best. I was actually thinking about them today. I want to buy them, but they're like thirty dollars. They make these new flip flops, Greg, that not only have like a thingy that goes between your big toe and your second toe, it's flip flops that go between all of your toes. Oh, that's so gross. So there are like just four. Didn't... Yeah, so there are like four. Yeah, four that go through your toes. So they're like smaller ones that go in between all of your toes. And this is this is what you want. You're excited. Yeah, about because this? they're like super flip flops. No, because you don't. You're not just like relying on that one space between your two toes. Here's the problem with the flip flop. So the flip flop, it's it's not so much the front of the foot. It's the back where it makes that sound. It makes the flop sound. The flop sound is like uh, it's kind of like for some people like scratching nails on chalkboard. Like that's kind of what that sound is to me. It just it drives me insane because I I used to when back when I used to work for um you know when I worked for the pool company that we would have days where you know you could be relaxed and uh, and kind of dress down and be in there dress down if you will casual but, dress day but there was a girl who would always wear her flip flops and she'd she'd walk back and forth to the printer back and forth and back and forth right behind me all day long this but it was kind of like that not just even the flip flop it's like when your feet get sweaty too so it's like a sticky flip flop a sticky flopping noise and that's what I don't think you realize this is how I'm you sound I'm not making sticky floppy noises Oh, oh! but you are. I am not. Well, I'm just saying I don't think you realize it. And I'm not saying it's it's not a hygiene issue. I'm saying you are a sweaty person. I took person, a shower. Like, but you're a sweaty you person. Don't you you know, I would never like wear flip-flops to the studio if I hadn't just taken a shower. I'm not saying your feet are dirty. They're not dirty. I'm not. I Again, I'm not saying your feet are dirty. They're not dirty. Okay. Okay. Your feet aren't dirty. Thank you. Yes. But they're still sweaty. And the fact is, when you're they walking around, they make sweaty. they make like a sticky, floppy noise. So it's like it suctions to the bottom of your foot, and then it slams down on the ground. And this happens over and over and over. Like, kind of like I, I picture it for me when I hear it. It's like when you watch some of those shows where they take like super slow motion video and they analyze like a water drop like falling. This is what I picture in my head. It's just that as it separates from your foot, and then the. As it hits the ground, that is and so then you gross. squish back into the foot. That's how it kind of sounds to me. It like time slows down, and I just hear each individual flop 
sweaty, sweaty, like moisture filled flop. Greg, you are the sweatiest person that I've ever met. I really feel like you have absolutely no fucking place whatsoever. No, I to know. make fun of people with any kind of sweatiness, even though it's a fake sweatiness that you're talking about no, right now. I, no, I absolutely am. I am one of the sweatiest people I know. Absolutely, <laughs> which is why I don't wear. Which is why I don't wear flip flops. Um, John and Boring in the live chat says flip flops make the sound of a sticky porn store floor. <laughs> That is kind. That is kind of true. I don't know what is going on when you guys wear flip flops, but that's not what happens when I wear them. <laughs> well, I think it might be a little bit inappropriate for uh, for the student. Well, you know what I'm going to say about that. I don't give a shit if you think that they're inappropriate. <laughs> I think they're very comfortable, and I wouldn't wear them if I thought that I was smelly in any way. All right. Well, anyway. I just wanted to bring that up for you. Well, thanks. Well, you know what? I'm going to bring this up. Maybe I don't like the fact that you're wearing dress shoes to the studio. Well, Maybe you're making it feel like a little too fancy of an environment for me. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm oppressing you with my dress shoes. That's okay. I feel oppressed. All right. Uh, so so with that, though, it does remind me of something from, uh, from uh, back when I was uh, – a kid from over this weekend. So I said that I was down in Monmouth Independence this weekend. And it reminded – there's this one thing that got brought up that I never thought was kind of out of the ordinary. And okay. I kind of wanted to bring this up to you. So when you were a kid and you went, like, shoe shopping, like like a child, like you were in, like, grade school. Okay. Did, uh, did you at have, Payless. like, a specific <laughs> – Okay, so you would, you would shop at Payless. We weren't allowed to have fancy shoes. Well, I'm not talking about fancy shoes. I'm not talking about that. I mean, was there a specific place where – Yeah, would, I mean, that's, that's where Payless. we'd go. We'd go to Payless. That's so like, you didn't go to like a specific kids store? Mm-mm. No, I mean I guess like we'd get shoes maybe at like like a department store, like a like a JC Penny or something. This is awesome. In the chat somebody already brought it up what I was talking about. Okay, so you didn't go to like a place uh, like that was just specifically for kids where they would have like smaller sizes of shoes that are that are fit for children. Mm-mm. Because we would always go this is the place where we would go. We'd we'd always go to Salem, Oregon and you go to the junior bootery. That's where you that's where you the get the junior watery? <laughs> junior bootery. So you didn't have anything like a junior bootery. The junior bootery? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's where No, I have never even heard of the junior booty bootery. <laughs> the ju- the junior bootery. That's where that's where we would go uh shopping for shoes. What kinds of shoes were the junior bootery? Were they just... They were like kids' shoes. You'd walk in there and it'd be all these guys and everything set up for, for kids, for like smaller people. So they have like the smaller shoe size thing. And then Are they like just boots? Shoes. No. Are they just Salem boots? No, they had, all, they had all kinds of shoes. So it wasn't... I never bought boots. I never had boots when I was a kid. I bought like Converse there or something or, or whatever. Um, yeah. No, you go to the junior bootery. Are you sure you're not misremembering this? Is this really something that existed? No, it was a real place. It was a real place. You know, we go there like, I don't know, once a year or whatever it was, we'd grow big enough to where we wouldn't fit our shoes anymore. You go, you get, make a trip into Salem, go to the junior bootery, get yourself uh, set up with some new shoes. So you didn't have anything like that. I have never... Is this like an odd thing for me? Like, is that something that most people didn't have? Maybe it's like a smaller town, like Oregon thing. I don't know. I mean, like, because I grew up... In a small town when I was a kid, like I grew up when I was younger, I was on Whidbey Island, and we never had anything along the lines of a junior bootery. Okay. All no, right. we'd so just have, we'd go like to that. like, yeah, like Kmart or go to, you know, like Payless or whatever. Huh. But no, never a junior booter. All right. Well, I guess maybe that's I just something. I love that name, though. Because <laughs> now, now thinking back, now it makes me think it's like some kind of Norman Rockwell type thing. Oh, going to the junior bootery. That's where the kids go to get their shoes. Old-timey America. I mean, 
I, okay, I guess I guess maybe the I was junior bootery sounds like it's uh, like some sort of like gentleman's club or something. <laughs> go to the junior bootery. Let's go to the junior bootery. Eighteen and over. Uh, no, no, it was just it was just straight up shoes. But all right. did they sell flip flops there? Uh, they I don't know if they sold flip flops. You know that they did. I don't know if they did. I don't recall because uh, we weren't a flip flop house. We'd have sandals, but no, not flip flop. I probably bought sandals from there. But flip-flops, I still believe, should be outlawed. In general situations, maybe at the pool. If you're at the pool, okay, and you're just going from your chair to the pool, then maybe. You maybe and your rules. I thought yeah. they were just birthday rules. Now they're going no. to, like, footwear rules. Well, yeah, I, I think Do you have any I other birthday charge, rules you want to talk about today? <laughs> I'm not going to bring up another birthday rule because of the fact that I'm gonna, I will have to hear crap about it forever if I do bring it up. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. You're, you can't bait me into bringing up a certain birthday rule violation that's happening today. It's a it's a violation of birthday rules. I I don't want to get into it too much. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not I'm not saying anything about it. You're baiting me, and I'm not gonna fall for it this time. So let me I'm just, just ask you this certain... about a birthday rule. So say for example that somebody has a birthday around the same time that another person does, like uh-huh. maybe like two people. And like they're all planning on doing something together at some point next week, you know, as like a like three people having <laughs> a birthday party together. But then this, you know, one of the people out of the three people birthday party, so that's three happening, people are combining to have a birthday, party. which is next week. Yeah. So they're having it, you know, their birthday party next week. These three people, but then one of them has a birthday <laughs> before the birth. Uh, you know, her, their birthday is actually before the birthday party happens. Before the combined birthday. Party. Before the combined birthday party happens, but they're having like their own individual kind of like birthday celebration thing. Now, is that something that's that you think is okay? Is that does that fit with the birthday rules? All right, hypothetically, if this were happening, if three people agreed that they had a birthday within like a year, a week. And they combine to have their own birthday party, like a, a combined birthday party, because they're all friends and they have all the same friends. And they set a specific day to celebrate all three birthdays at once. Um, then, yes, if you were to have a separate birthday celebration outside of that, in addition to that, and you were one of the three parties combining for the birthday, yes, that would be a violation of birthday rules. I'm just, I mean, it's not, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. I was just, I was just saying, you know, by the definition of birthday rules, that would probably be a violation of of, of the rules. I'm, you know, that we all should be following because I invented the birthday rules. That's why they're there. That's why the rules are there. Is that so we don't have situations? So if somebody threw you like a surprise party before this party next week that might be being thrown for like, say, for example, if it's like, like your birthday next week. Uh huh. Let's just go. If it's like, say, my birthday is next week, which maybe it happens to be. Yes. Yeah. Maybe maybe your birthday is next okay. week. So like just for say, hypothetical for, situations. For, for, for hypothetical situations. Okay. So you have your birthday next week. And you're planning to, you know, with a couple of your other friends who also have birthdays around the same time. What if somebody, like, threw you a separate party and they wanted to celebrate your birthday on a separate day with, like, all, like with a bunch of your friends? But this is also before the party that's happening next week. Like, well, would you just opt out of the second party? Well, like, no, what are you going to do? If somebody else was throwing this said separate party in addition to, I would, uh, I would actually, you know, I think I, I would be okay with this. I would uh, I would go along with that because that's a very gracious thing to do if somebody else was was to set up a separate party. Sure, no, you can do that. That's okay. But I'm just saying, okay, if there is you know a combined birthday party with three individuals and then uh, you know then you you set one up yourself outside of the three individual combined birthday party, 
If you, if you, what why wouldn't parties? you be able to stand alone and then stand with your friends? Well, but then, but then, what happens is then everybody feels obligated for the for the for the two birthday parties. It kind of undercuts the main birthday party. So you feel like if somebody has a birthday event before the trifecta birthday event that they're undercutting your trifecta birthday party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like sabotaging it. It's double dipping is what it is. It's double dipping. That's the actual – the technical term from the birthday rules, from the forthcoming book by Greg Nibbler, Birthday Rules. Uh, the uh, the birthday rules, that would be called double dipping. Yep. Uh, John's pointing out birthday rules make an ass out of you and me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you know I I don't know how we got onto this this is this is just um it's double dipping that's all it is but I'm not taking your bait on this we're not going to discuss this anymore you already did we're not going to discuss this anymore you already anymore. did bait has been taken greg bait has been taken and swallowed oh you swallowed your bait greg that I don't oh everything that you just said is just gross <laughs> I didn't even think about it it's that gross way. It's like that. That just that goes back to that's how I feel about uh, flip flops and their sweatiness. Um, anyway, that's, how does that's that even what, go back to flip flops and their sweatiness? Gross. Just gross. It's just it's just it's just gross. Um, anyway, that's that's the that's that's the whole point behind that. It's it's called double dipping. All right, now dipping. with these now with these birthday rules, <sighs> like, would you ever draw attention to the double dipper? Um, uh, attention was drawn. <gasps> you didn't. No, attention was drawn to the double dipper, um, but uh, the double dipper said that they didn't give a fuck and uh, and they, they roundly reject the birthday rules. Good. For so the birthday rules were roundly person. rejected, and that's fine. You know, if we want to live outside of the law, and we don't want to live in anarchy. I mean, I guess you don't have to follow the birthday rules. I mean, if you just throw caution to the wind, I guess, and you know, we all live in a. Vietnam, where there are everyone's no rules. commending this person, saying "Good for them." <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of them. They did, too. I believe, specifically say, uh, "I don't give a fuck." I think that was actually possibly the possibly the terms. Did you? What did you do? Did you write something to her? No, I didn't write anything. I said something in person. I would just say, "I said something in person." I said it was double dipping. What? I mean, it's okay. I'm. I mean. That is so. Im- I'm embarrassed for you for bringing why? it up. Why? No. Why would you? Why? I didn't do why anything wrong. Why would you bring that up? Because I was just bringing up the fact of the birthday rules. There's a three person celebration that's happening sometime next week, and then you know the, one of the three is. You just is casually brought it up. What did you bring but it up on this person's birthday? No, not on their birthday before. Before the birthday. Uh, um. Now is this going to? Now be I'm going to au- have to get her a present, huh? Uh, yeah, I was going to say it's going to be awkward <laughs> later. Uh, when when you do see the birthday person that you believe is double dipping on her birthday <laughs> privileges, uh, no, it won't be awkward. It won't be brought up. Uh, just I'll quietly judge. That's all. I'm just gonna quietly. No, I'll bring understand. it up. It's cool. No, well, no, not. I'm not trying to like. <sighs> no, I'm not trying to help you out in the situation. At all I just want you to be taken to task. <laughs> I'm not. No, I mean, I was just going to say, you know, it's a, it's a double celebration, and then that's uh, why not. This person you're speaking of is one of my favorite people in the world. Why should she not celebrate? Absolutely. No, she should be able to celebrate her birthday whenever she wants. One time, though. When, when, I mean, you know, I mean. <sighs> Do you ever start talking and then realize how ridiculous you sound? Well, I mean, okay, then that means. Okay. All right. All right. I can try to justify this within the rules. So there's a three-person birthday celebration that's happening. Where three people are combining to celebrate their birthday while with their friends. Now this now one party decided to have a have another birthday of celebration sooner 
than the three parties. On their actual birthday. On their actual birthday. But then would that mean if, say, this three-person celebration were to happen and then my birthday were afterwards, does that mean I get to have a second celebration? Sure. Because you know what? I'm not an asshole. You can celebrate whenever you want. So there's a rule. People have birthday weeks. No, birthday weeks are ridiculous. I don't think birthday weeks should be allowed. I'm Basically, I'm trying to make sense out of this crazy mixed-up world and develop rules so that everyone can follow and, and, make, and it all makes sense. And that's why there's, you know, birthday rules. And this is why they were created. This is why, you know, it's probably going to be a government mandate at some point, you know, when I get in charge. But, uh, but yeah, okay. All right. So then, so then you're saying that I would get two birthday celebrations. Okay. In the event that yeah, it's a combined party, people, some people have birthday months. Uh, Tony is saying that's his birthday year. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, those are those are those are not those aren't how those happen. Um, there is no such thing as a birthday week. Oh, it is being speculated. Let's go a little deeper. Let's go a little under the surface. Uh, real quick. Why? Okay, what? It's being asked in the chat. Um, I wonder what sort of childhood trauma created this uh, little moment in Greg's birthday ranting. Is it because your birthday is so close to a holiday? Is that why you're so angry about them? All right. Here's the thing. Okay. For those of us who happen to have birthdays near major holidays, it's always hard because nobody ever wants to celebrate your birthday on your actual birthday. They just want to celebrate the holiday. And so then sometimes your birthday gets lost in the shuffle of this big other thing. Maybe the country's birthday, which happens to be July 4th. Perhaps somebody in this room was born on July 2nd. And then when they were a kid, you know, they'd still get to have a birthday party. But then as you get older, nobody really cares and they don't want to come celebrate your birthday because it's like, oh, well, no, I'm already going on the 4th. Oh, it's a three-day weekend. I have to work on the 3rd. So, nope, can't celebrate your birthday. But then July 4th happens and then your birthday gets washed over and nobody celebrates your birthday because nobody nobody cares at that point they're all celebrating July 4th and then they just kind of forget about the fact that hey guys I, I had a birthday that was happened two days ago and you guys were all working and you didn't come and hang out and then you know so I mean there was that that happened just like kids you know that have birthdays on like Christmas Eve that's gotta, that's gotta suck it's gotta be hard it's gotta be hard for them and then and then you know people who are near July 4th when there's a big celebration everybody gets time off for that but then they have to work on the 3rd and then Maybe their birthdays get forgotten. Not forgotten, but they just get kind of overlooked. It's not a big celebration like everybody else gets. That's why the birthday rules were invented, so that everybody can celebrate fairly. And That is true. I wouldn't really want to ha- go to a birthday party on the 2nd of July. That, tell me about it. People are pointing out that you sound like a Greg with two Gs right now. <laughs> well, you asked, and now I, you made me dig deep. You made me dig deep about it, and I'm just saying people should have more uh, understanding for people near, uh, but you know, who have their birthdays near holidays. Sometimes it's it's harder. It's harder. First world problems. Um, you know, when your birthday is on a holiday, like somebody who's who's born on Thanksgiving Day. That that's got to be. That's got to be kind of tough, mm-hmm. you know, because nobody's going to be around. When was the first time you remember um, your birthday kind of being forgotten and, you know, with everybody, you know, celebrating you know, the nation's birthday and they're all just having like a really good, you know, a good time. And then you kind of feel sad because you don't feel like you're getting, you know, your your accolades, if you will. College. Probably. Yeah. 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 That's probably 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 one of the first times. Yeah. Because during the summer, everybody would come back for the fourth, but they wouldn't come back early enough. For, for the July 2nd and sometimes sometimes and I'm not saying it happened every time but I'm saying um, sometimes sometimes oh yeah Jasmine in the chat says Thanksgiving changes every year Greg yeah, that, well yeah that's that's a good point yeah that's a good point so I guess that wouldn't be 
wouldn't be the wouldn't be the case. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just saying it's sometimes uh, you know people uh, celebrate the the fourth and then they overlook other things. Let's change the topic. Let's move on. So it happened in college. Was that around like your um, like your twenty first birthday? Uh, no, my twenty first birthday was okay because I've I've learned to adapt and move things around sometimes for to accommodate accommodate the fourth because I know that the fourth does is around there and it's easier for people. It's just sometimes you know when everybody's celebrating the fourth, they forget. It's like, oh yeah, Greg was born two days before this, and you know, and let's let's uh, let's just say hi to him for a second, and you know maybe. Give him a toast because you know. But oh no, my birthday is on. You know, it's middle of September. Oh well, that's awesome. Then everybody can lead up and you know have a great time for your birthday. But um, you know, because there's nothing else around there that's going to interfere with it. So that's that's awesome for you. You know, but sometimes there's other things that happen and people just kind of get lost in the shuffle. And I can't even listen to you talk anymore. <laughs> Jesus fuck! Shut up. <laughs> Hey, you put on the music. I had to go with it. <laughs> we are ripping the cord right now. <laughs> yes, all the people with like depressing winter birthdays are feeling very sad for you to have yours in the middle of like the hot, beautiful summer. We're trying to convince everybody to gather for your birthday when it's rainy and cold outside. so hard, Greg. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. My birthday's on October 9th. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. See, you don't know what it's time for. I do, because October, October 9th is always the first, like, rainy, cold weekend of the year. After summer. It is. It stays warm all the way until, like, the last weekend of September, and then that one is when it gets all, like, murky and freezing. I'm just saying. <gasps> all right, you guys. First up, this is a story that I had last week. Now, do you remember the tale, Greg, of the man, the felon with the handsome mugshot? Jeremy Meeks. Yes. That guy was ever. That was even on... It was on national news when, uh, since I was down at my parents' place for a little bit this weekend, we were watching the news, which is as we like to do. And, of course, lo and behold, it was, yes, the handsome mugshot guy Mm -hmm. who showed up on there. Oh, sorry, side note, I just looked in the chat, too. That must have sucked during the school year, because since you were in July, you never got to have classroom birthday parties. I don't even know what that is. You were one of those summer kids, because, like, when you got to go to school for your birthday, at least you got to, like, celebrate with everybody from school. But in July, like, everyone's gone Mm -hmm. different ways. You're out in the country. People live, you know, like 50 miles away from you, uphill in the snow. Like, mm-hmm. right. can't yep. see any of them. Mm-hmm. Wow, you never knew what it was like to have an in-school birthday. No, I don't know what a classroom birthday is. Oh, that no. sucks. No, I've never had that. Oh, yeah, where, like, sometimes, like, depending on the school you go to, like, the principal makes the announcement and, like, wishes you a happy birthday, and then people give you cards and presents, and sometimes, like, if you have a really cool teacher, they'll give you, like, cupcakes and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, that probably sounds like it would have been fun. Oh, yeah, Beans even said with cupcakes. Yep, they would go cupcakes. And it was your special day. And you got special privileges. Oh, you never knew that. No. All right, so Jeremy Meeks back in the news. Well, apparently Jeremy Meeks is married. 
And his wife is none too thrilled so about is, the new celebrity. So <laughs> this is the guy who This had, is the, the handsome felon. So, yeah, and he had his mugshot put up. He was arrested for, like, weapons charges and, like, all kinds of shit. He was arrested past uh, last week on the gang charge and five weapons charges. And then ridiculous women were posting how much they thought he was attractive and that he should be let go. Yep, they should, that he should be let go. And, uh, of course, you know, his mugshot was uh, posted on, I can't remember the police department that that caught him. It's like Bakersfield and it or something. And tens of thousands of Facebook likes and shares and more than 11,000 shares with his mugshot. But his wife is, quote, furious about all of the female attention that her felon husband is receiving. So, uh, <laughs> so somebody who was speaking for his wife said, her man is in there and people are taking it as a joke, thinking that's funny about his look, saying all kinds of crazy things, and women throwing themselves at her, or at him. So she is not a fan. Apparently there's a nickname of him called... Meek Dreamy. Oh my god. This guy is a felon. Convicted felon. Convicted felon. And now arrested on gun charges and gang gang stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Classy dude. I'm sure he'll treat you really well. Well, apparently he has cleaned up his act. Jeremy Meek's mom insists that his criminal... Oh, well. This is always a good source. She insists his criminal life is all in the past. Uh, And then why was he arrested? She says that he's a family man with a son, a practicing Christian for seven years, and only packs heat because he's an ex-gang member who has to protect himself. (laughs) So she actually started a GoFundMe page to raise money for his defense. However... One online commenter on one of the pages, uh, I can't remember, it doesn't say, speculate or specify which one it is, but uh, someone has offered to foot the bill for Meek's bail, $900,000 bail. Who is offering to foot the bill for this? Somebody there posted, are so many good things you could be spending money on <laughs> because they think this douchebag is hot. They're going to spend nine hundred grand to get him out of jail? Uh, this commenter said his bail is $900,000. Seriously, I'm willing to pay it. Uh, how can I go about doing that? And if I do pay his bail, does that mean he doesn't have to go to jail? Also, do you think that he'll marry me? Oh, my <laughs> God. Wow. Which would be kind of difficult because he has a pissed off wife sitting at home with his child. There you go. People are so dumb. Mm-hmm. It's infuriating. Well, there's something cool that's happening in Austin that I hope starts happening here in Portland because this is something that I've heard people suggest for years, and it would be awesome. Well, we we have the OLCC. Ah, fuck the OLCC. But uh, we do have them. But maybe we can get around it. So here's this thing happening in Austin, Texas. So there's a new smartphone app that's available in Austin. It just launched called BrewDrop, and it is uh, aiming to be the grub hub of adult beverages, offering customers at-home alcohol delivery. Oh. With just a few simple steps. Cool. So it's going to be called Brew Drop. So the person that created this is named Andrew Bell. Uh, Andrew and Matt Bell, excuse me. So they're brothers. They're, uh, so they said they got the idea at one of their weddings where they were sent out to get a few things but came back with completely different items. So instead, if you can specify people to run out and grab you the things that you want mm-hmm. and have it delivered to your home, how amazing would that be? So you go on the app and say, I want this, and then somebody, kind of like Uber, I guess. So somebody who is... Qualify can say, yes, I'll go pick those things up mm-hmm. for you. Now, do you have to pay ahead of time? All right. So the app only offers delivery services right now and offers from different places. So um, you can order the craft beer. So they offer continuous services such as the craft beer of the week subscription service and local events like beer and wine trades. So you can specify what you want ordered. And then it's only a fee of $5 for each delivery. 
five bucks, that's it? Mm -hmm. To have somebody bring it to your house? Yeah. Wow. It's like the cost of the alcohol and then $5 for delivery. So you can do this like on demand. Be like, oh, well. On your phone. You can be like, shit, well, I don't feel like leaving the backyard. I want to get some, you know, fancy ass cider. Right. And go on the app. And for five extra dollars. And then for five extra dollars, they will bring it to you. Wow. That is incredible. That's a great deal. Yeah. So right now it's only available in Austin, Texas. Yeah, I don't know how you would get away with that here just with... Because Oregon, for anybody who doesn't know, Oregon Liquor is controlled by an Oregon Liquor Control Commission. It's the most messed up thing. It's just... It makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. They. I don't know if you could really get away with that legally here. No, you can't... Well, yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. I, I don't know. Okay. Well, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I know Ryan's saying, why doesn't someone do that with breakfast, damn it? I know I always hear that like when I'm over at friends' houses, which is like, how come they can't just deliver Bloody Mary? Like, my friends, I would pay like $20 for a Bloody Mary delivery service. I've heard people say that. Like if someone could just yeah. bring you one and you don't have to leave your house, don't have to do anything. Huh. I'm trying to think of how you could possibly get around There's that no way you can get around the OLCC. No. Ugh, they're no. awful. All right, well, out of St. Paul, Minnesota. 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 Minnesota police have arrested a burglary suspect who was caught because uh, he forgot to log out of his Facebook account after checking his profile mid-break-in at a St. Paul home. (laughs) (laughs) Because he needed to check his Facebook profile. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, the homeowner of the St. Paul home came back to his house and found that credit cards, cash, and a watch were missing. Uh, The thief also left behind... A pair of Nike tennis shoes, jeans, and a belt that he had apparently discarded because they were soaking wet because it had been raining outside. He also left his information behind on the computer when he decided to check his Facebook page. Oh, this guy's name is James Woods. <laughs> James Woods. James Woods, hi. Uh, he said, I started to panic, but then I... Uh, so when he got home, he said, I started to panic, but as I was looking around, I looked at the computer and noticed that his Facebook profile or some, a stranger's Facebook profile was pulled up on the computer. So he began posting on this guy's profile page about how he had broken into his house. This guy's name is Nicholas Wig. So Nicholas Wig eventually caught sight of the fact that somebody had control of his Facebook page. This guy's 26 <laughs> years old. And eventually texted the man to tell him to stop posting. The thief yes. texted the man. How did he have his phone number? Uh, I think maybe maybe it was texting on via Facebook. Okay. I, I'm sure that was it. Okay. So they made a plan to meet up later to exchange the items. Uh, Wood went walking around the neighborhood, and then he spotted Wig on the street and called the police. So uh, he was able to catch him, and when police actually showed up, because uh, that guy was just walking around killing time until they were meeting up, the police were able to meet up with him, and when he was arrested, he was wearing Wood's watch. Oh, yeah. man. But he was able to get it back. That's got to feel good, at least for this guy, mm-hmm. to have his stuff back. Oh my god, that meme in there is awesome! Uh, that is in the live chat. There's yes, it is. That's going to be so our we'll, new profile we'll, picture. We'll put that on. <laughs> on Facebook. That I'm going to log into while I'm breaking into someone's house. <laughs> uh, this story is amazing. Now we've all done stupid things, of course. Um, and of course, you know, as long as you see something silly and you're like, oh, that would be fun to get, you know, photographed next to that. That would be a hilarious picture. Sure. But always be careful what you decide to take a picture with. Or if you try to crawl inside something, be sure that you're able to get back out. Because a man in Germany, an American exchange student, had to be rescued by firefighters this past weekend after he became stuck, after trying to take a funny picture, 
inside of a giant statue of a stone vagina. Oh, I saw a picture of this. It's glorious. This was in... Uh, this is in Germany, Germany? at okay. Tub- Tubington University. So this guy thought it would be hilarious to take a photo op climbing inside of a giant stone vagina. Which could be funny. It could be funny. Uh, so according to a German newspaper, five emergency service vehicles and 22 firemen <laughs> had to come and help free the man out of the giant stone vagina. <laughs> so they claimed, uh, so what happened is he climbed into the sculpture by Peruvian artist Fernando de la Jara as part of a dare. So he said that he wanted to get a picture inside of there and one of his buddies was with him. <laughs> so his buddy did get a picture. However, it was after the paramedics were there trying to free him from the giant stone vagina. Uh, his friend, who was a witness, said the fire department was not amused, and he was really embarrassed. Uh, so the sculpture... Imagine this kid, like his parents now are going to see this, and oh, that's awesome. Oh, God. So the sculpture is called uh, Pai Chikan, was erected in front of the Institute of Microbiology and Virology, uh, Viral- Virology, sure, at the university in 2001. Uh, in 2001, the, the sculpture's name in English is to, means to make love. Uh, I mean, that is basically asking for someone to try to climb in there and take a picture of it. Yeah. Well, that statue is thought to weigh more than 30 tons and is valued at more than 96,000 pounds. Oh, price-wise? Like, price-wise. Like English pounds? Yeah. So if you would have damaged that thing... Who would didn't. pay 96,000 pounds for a giant 30-ton stone vagina? Mm-hmm. Well, somebody did in 2001, and it's been there for 13 years. <laughs> this kid will never live this down the rest of his life. Oh, no. For the rest of his I, life. I saw a couple of pi- like pictures where they were blurring out his face, and then most of them didn't. It's like, oh, look, they're trying to be nice. It's like, you can find his face in a fucking second. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. All right. And since we were talking about smarts earlier, I do want to tell you about this. So uh, earlier today I was giving Greg, which Greg, you know, is a, is a very smart man. So the reason why I was asking about Mensa earlier, Greg, is because I have yeah. a story about Mensa. Mm-hmm. So, Greg, of course, it takes a special kind of person to join Mensa. So uh, Mensa only takes uh, people, of course, with IQ scores in the 98th percentile, which means just one in 50 Americans is eligible for it. Okay. However, a lot of people who are that smart sometimes find a little trouble in the love department. So Mensa... Actually, motherfucking Mensa has teamed up with Match.com to create a dating site for smart people. (laughs) Beginning this week, members of Mensa can connect through a separate exclusive dating service offered through Match.com called Mensa Match. In addition, Match.com members can add a special Mensa badge to their profiles, signaling a specific interest in connecting with a single person with a confirmed genius-level IQ score. I mean, that's fine and all. Greg, I want you to take a Mensa, a Mensa test. I would take a Mensa test. Well, maybe. I don't know. You're kind of scared too, aren't you? Well, the thing that would bother me the most, I don't really care about being in Mensa or actually trying to get into that. I would just it would just bother me immensely if I didn't. That's what would bother me. So you don't want to take a quiz because you're self-doubting. Yeah. 
Well, no, not self-doubting. <laughs> yeah, you it's just not, that was your honest Freudian yeah. slip right there. Yeah. You, that was the definition of self-doubt. You're not lying if you, I just said you don't want to take it because you're afraid you wouldn't qualify. Then yes, that's that's self-doubt. I also don't think I would want to be in it anyway. Because who wants to be the guy, oh yeah, I'm in Mensa. I'm in Mensa. No. You totally want to be that guy that goes, I'm in Mensa. No. Well, let me tell you the story about one of these Mensa love sufferers. Her name's Ann Surig. She's one of these geniuses. She's a 55-year-old woman from Florida. I'm finding this story a little a little wonky. 55-year-old Mensa member from Florida. <laughs> Some of these Come things on. don't add up. Uh, so she graduated from high school in three years, college in two and a half, and has a law degree from Georgia State University. Now, when asked about her dating life, Ann says, It's been a long time. I went hermity for quite a few years. I just didn't find anybody who was... Oh, this is snotty. I just didn't find anyone who was interesting enough for me. Oh, that really? Oh, fuck well, you. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, make your choice. Now, she found she doesn't connect with people who liked athletics, uh, for example. She said... <laughs> she's, <laughs> who like <laughs> athletics, <laughs> yes. right, because you certainly can't be intelligent and like athletics. That just doesn't make any sense at all. Anne uh, says... I want to do I'm my... I'm sure st- Neil deGrasse Tyson would agree with that. Can I do my snotty Anne from Florida voice? <laughs> Greg? Yes. I'm looking for people who are intellectually curious. And when all you're talking about is sports teams and barbecues, when you're talking about physical traits and not existential philosophy, I'm not going to get that vibe. Now, she admits her attitude can limit her relationship options. So now she's going to be joining MensaMatch.com. So they do say that it's actually special for people in Mensa because they don't interact as well with other people. Being intelligent doesn't exclude you from being a douche. Oh yeah, that's those things that are true. not mutually exclusive. Perhaps you haven't met anyone because you're a douche. Well, she is saying. I mean, so maybe they're douchey, but I mean, maybe they can find each other because one of the founders of this Mensa Match Partnership says if you're proud of being in Mensa, and if someone else is also proud of being in Mensa, if that's your defining trait, then you're already kind of in the same clan. So I it's guess not so. unlike saying like I read a lot of books and I'm looking for someone else who reads a lot of books. It's like an automatic filter. Sure. All right. Mm-hmm. That sounds like both of them are just going to analyze each other until they find something wrong about the other one that they don't like. Exactly. And like, like, you're not as smart as I am. Wait a minute. My mental IQ points are higher a, than yours. I found a St. Louis Cardinals hat at your house. I don't like you anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's that's absolutely. I'm not saying everybody who's smart doesn't have social skills, but I mean, that's what this that's why they're creating this program is because they're saying they have a tendency to not be like as socially acclimate, you know, be able to socially acclimate as much as not gate percent Well, when you're a do. douche, yeah. And there you have it. That my friends is your world of crazy. Well, we've been yammering for a while now. All right, well, we still have a few more things here to get to. Okay. Um, I do want to say really quick, of course, Fun Employment Radio, this is a weird show today. Yes. But uh, <laughs> this is this is an, an, a different show. Um, but I do want to say I got a message actually from one of our fine listeners, Ron, Ooh. who just wrote and talked about how he is joining Squarespace. So Squarespace.com, one of the yeah. fine sponsors of Fun Employment Radio. They are fantastic. They're uh, on the cusp of so many amazing, great things, and they obviously understand the new world of media, including podcasts, meaning Fun Employment Radio is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. They're, spo- they're a sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, which means they already get it. And their uh, their services are amazing. So if you have a company or if you are your own, you need a website for whatever it is. Whatever your it side is. side business, maybe mine will be you know making dog songs along with Sarah's dog sure, paintings. Sure, because I have made a website out of making my dog paintings. Yes. See, I can set one up through Squarespace. We can maybe set up a joint one, Greg. 
Yeah. Because uh, Ryan was pointing out that Dog Songs and Paintings is still available as a URL. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can set this up. <laughs> we can split it in half. Offer uh, two services. There you go. Uh, and you can go there, though, to squarespace.com, and you can set up a website for whatever it is you want, even if it's just for, say, like I, I suggest this to people, just like for a personal resume, things like that. Have have stuff up there online because that will put you ahead of everybody. And it's it's a great service they have all kinds of templates you know you don't have to get into the code if you don't want to you can just drag and drop and make yourself a great website mm-hmm. you can sell things on there it's just fantastic see and when you said into the code I didn't even know what that meant but I know that I can just drag and drop stuff and you can drag and drop stuff I know that's how I made code. mine yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, it's squarespace.com slash fun employment so go there and set up your free trial so you don't even need a credit card you don't need anything you can set up a free trial squarespace.com slash fun employment and then when you decide to go with their service which is already incredibly inexpensive compared to other things out there. Uh, use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT when you check out to get your 10% off. Fun employment. Use that offer code. Get 10% off at squarespace.com. It is awesome. I highly suggest it for everyone. Word. I can tell that Greg really means it too because he's talking with his hands. I am talking with my hands talking even with though your that hands. doesn't come through on radio. Yes. Um, all right. Should we do a little bit of a uh, little bit of ball talk here? Sarah, I'm going to need to make a prediction. I don't have any snacks. Um, I've got raspberries. We'll do raspberries. Put raspberries on All right, well, something. The, God damn it, Greg. I didn't know you were doing a prediction. I thought the games were early today. Oh, no, but I have to make a prediction for tomorrow. Uh, all right, well, Sarah, Greg, hashtag Greg the Human doesn't take a day off. Can I rip your bag? Yes, that's fine. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. All right, first up in ball talk, we got a, we got a couple of different things here outside of the World Cup, which is happening right now. And uh, the first one is this. It's about LeBron James. LeBron James did not participate in the dunk contest. It is true. LeBron James did not participate in the dunk contest. And he also is not participating in his current contract because he had the option to opt out of his contract with the Miami Heat. Uh, And he has stated he will be exercising that option. So he is opting out of his contract with the Miami Heat. Oh, really? Yes. So he'll be an unrestricted free agent on July 1st. Now, that doesn't mean he's not going to go back to the Heat, but it does mean that he is free to listen to any bidder that wants to hear. Bitter. All right, tell me the names so that I can start putting together your magical choices. Uh, Okay, so uh, real quick then, for tomorrow's game, we'll predict. Okay, let me ask you this. You want Honduras, Switzerland? Or Ecuador, France. I don't know which one's bigger. I, I Ecuador, France. Okay, that's what I was going to go. We'll with. do Ecuador and France. So we'll do that match. I will make a prediction on those tomorrow. So we'll do that here in just a little bit. So uh, LeBron is an unrestricted free agent. However, huh? Guess who one of these cities is that was skewered Le- LeBron when he left them? I can guess. And is now clamoring to get back and was. Accidentally trolled. Hello, Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. Ohio. Of course, LeBron James, uh, born and raised in Akron, Ohio, and he still lives there in the off season. That's where his house is. He's got he's got all that, and of course, he's he's married to his. I believe it was like his high school sweetheart, um, who he's married to, and she actually went on to Instagram because the season's over, and posted. A map of Ohio with Akron written across the image and a star to indicate the city's location saying, home sweet home, the countdown is real. This is what LeBron's wife posted. Oh. Now, in reality, 
what she was probably posting was just saying, Him, hey, he's the season's home. over, yeah. so yeah, now we're coming back home, and we're going to you know spend the summer <laughs> in our house in Akron, Ohio. Well, Cleveland fans saw that and immediately freaked out. Oh, no. Thinking that it had been leaked, that LeBron James was coming back to Cleveland. Oh, my God. He's coming. He's coming back. He loves us once again. He loves us. He, he always did. He was just, it was just, you know, it was just a thing. That's he's like the saddest we'll basketball breakup. It's like, oh, we'll, maybe we'll he'll come back. We'll write him songs <laughs> and post billboards about him. Even though they literally burned his jerseys when he left. Well, that was... Not what she was alluding to. He has not made any decisions on his future at this point, other than he's opting out of the contract, and he may very well still just sign another contract with Miami. But she was only posting that because they're going to spend the summer at their house, which happens to be in Ohio. (laughs) Oh, Cleveland people, you just make it so easy. Uh, Moving on to ball talk, an update on a big story that happened over this weekend with Hope Solo. Of course, the goalkeeper for the U.S. U.S. Women's National Soccer Team and also uh, the goalkeeper for the Seattle Reign, uh, the, the women's soccer team, was arrested over the weekend for allegedly being intoxicated and beating her sister and her nephew. Oh, she's the one you think is hot, right? She is attractive. Yeah. Nah. She's attractive. Nah. She's also kind of terrifying. So more of this has come out, including part of the police report when they interviewed the 17-year-old nephew. So what he said is uh, is this. Let me. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm pulling this up here because I just had a little bit of a computer problem because I didn't have it pulled up. Let me find it. I'm gonna sing she looks song. like she should be. I mean, I'm not saying she's not talented because clearly she's an amazing soccer player. But I'm looking at her and she. No. She she's an attractive woman. Is she? She is. Is she? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say she's. Well, finding out about this stuff kind of, <laughs> kind of takes away from some of that. Um, all right. So here's part of the things that have gone on. So there's different stuff that's coming out all the time. So I guess Hope Solo had, according to the nephew, drank a lot of wine, and proceeded to get quite angry and actually hit her sister, Hope Solo's own sister. She hit her own sister who happens to be the mother of the nephew. The nephew got mad about that and told her to stop. And the sister left the room. At that point, Hope Solo allegedly told the nephew that he was a pussy. Oh, wow. And the, and the kid, like, uh, ran out of the room and was trying to call for Mind his mom to come back Wine doesn't usually in. make you, like, aggro. But I guess maybe mixed with a certain kind of personality it could. It does for Hope Solo. And also, she told... <laughs> She told uh, the nephew that he was too fat and overweight and crazy to ever be an athlete. Told, she told this to the nephew, allegedly. And the nephew ran out of the room, and Hope Solo kept stalking him and punched him. And Jeez. as the kid was trying to get out of the room. The kid, I guess, told Hope Solo to get her cunt face out of the house. Oh, wow. This is supposedly what the kid said to her. And uh, at that point, Hope Solo kept following him threatening him and he ran into another room and he found a BB gun which allegedly does not work but he did bring out the BB gun and pointed it at her and told her to get out of the house uh, at that point the cops were on their way and the cops did arrive oh and she does shit she does it like 100% uh, they determined that uh, she was the aggressor in the situation due to marks on everybody else and she was arrested now, she was the one that married her that guy the day after he was like arrested, arrested. for domestic, domestic assault or something yes. right yes that is her that is her. Her husband is also 
somewhat of a troubled individual. So they sound they kind of sound like a match made in heaven. Uh, but she was arrested. Now her attorney is saying that it's all wrong. She was the victim in the situation, and that she did not do anything. And that, of course, you know, it'll be proven in court what went on. But that is what the story is that's coming out. Uh, police did write that the teen's T-shirt was torn, and he had scratch marks on his arm and a bleeding cut on his ear when officers arrived. Whoa. This is uh, part of the stories that are coming out. So there we go. That's the update on Hope Solo. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to this. So this is a story. I just saw this posted yesterday. It comes from Massachusetts. And this uh, has to do with the World Cup, where just after 6 p.m. Sunday, a caller living at Pally Village Place, which is in Amherst, Massachusetts, okay. reported that an ice cream cart driver was continuing to play music and did not have a per- permit to operate. So when the police uh, investigated... Okay, I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong... Okay, that, that was part of the wrong story. Uh, anyway, th- what happened is uh, this a different woman called the police about... A threatening call she received from a neighbor. Okay. Now, this woman happens to be from South America, and she had been cheering for Brazil. So she was watching the Brazil game and cheering and, you know, having a good time watching it. This was during the middle of the day. Well, her neighbor called her and allegedly called her a name and said he wanted to watch the National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing and listen to Leonard Skinner, but her celebration for the World Cup was disturbing Is that disturbing what NASCAR him. stands for? National Association of yeah. Stock Car. Wow, I just I yeah. learned something new. Now I know something for trivia someday. He wanted to watch NASCAR and listen to Leonard Skinner, but her celebration for World Cup was disturbing him. Oh, wow. So he threatened her, told her to go back to South America and stop taking her jobs. This is according to the police report. <laughs> wow. And, and then hung up. Well, she called the police. Uh, she said, I don't really feel threat, like physically threatened, but I felt like I should report this. This is what the woman actually said. Um, just in case. So the police did take the report down. And it was uh, was noted. This was in the police blotter for this situation. I want to watch NASCAR listen to Leonard Skinner. Stop taking her jobs. Wow. That's glorious. <laughs> so that's uh, this is what the guy complained about because she that was... That sounds like a sketch of a uh, NASCAR <laughs> fan. It really does. <laughs> I mean, and how loud could this woman possibly be? It's one game. Yeah. It's 90 minutes long. And since soccer, you know, it's only like one or two scores, and that's like a, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. And taking her jobs. Wow. <laughs> taking her jobs. So that did happen. Uh, moving on in ball talk. A couple of things to dab it. So I think it's getting time to where I need to make my prediction. I think so. Um, all right. So this is what I've been doing. Of course, I am battling Paul the Octopus, the memory of him. Because in 2010, he made a lot of predictions. Which, by the way, looking at Paul the Octopus's predictions, yeah. he didn't go out on a limb too much. He predicted Germany for everything. And on top of that, he didn't have to predict a draw. He just picked winner or loser. Well, then you shouldn't be predicting a draw. Well, all right, fine. I won't predict a draw anymore. All then, right, well, fine. Since Paul the Octopus didn't. And then well, if it's a draw, your, it just won't count. All right. Hang on, I don't know which one. All right. All right, there we go. I'm going to eat this one. So yesterday I predicted the Italy-Uruguay match to be a tie. Well, in fact, I was 90% there. You were not 90% there. You were either I 100% it, or 0%. made it to the 81st minute. You were 0%. When Uruguay scored a goal, they ended up winning the game. 
And uh, they knocked Italy out of the tournament. So Italy, Spain, and England are all out of the tournament. That's kind of unprecedented. Uh, Also during the match, um, Uruguay's Luis Suarez, and there's video of this, took a bite out of one of the Italian players. Oh, gross. Okay, that's that's all right. We didn't take up any skin with him, I guess. He just bit him. Well, you said a bite out of. That sounds like well, he took something with him. He made enough to make him bleed. It broke the skin. Oh, gross. Okay. And there's video of this guy, Luis Suarez, and you can tell they're, they're like, you know, battling for the ball. And he gets close to him and then leans over and bites him on the back and then proceeds to pretend like he got hit and fall down. So this uh, defender, his name is uh, Giorgio Cellini. He actually pulled down his shirt and showed the ref, and they've got video of it. It's very clearly a bite mark on his back that this guy did. And I guess this guy is known for this. We start with Suarez. This is the third known time that he's bitten another player. He was suspended for seven games at one point, and uh, he, he was yeah, and he received a ten oh a ten match ban. So he's a serial biter. Like, you don't want to be anywhere near this guy. He bites you. He bites people. No, I don't like that. But I guess he's really good, and so he wasn't even punished in this match today. They didn't, the refs didn't even do anything. A serial biter. So anyway, Uruguay, moving on to the tournament. All right, it's time for my prediction. Now, I said that I would predict the match for tomorrow, which is France and Ecuador. We're removing the draw from the situation because Paul the Octopus didn't have to do that. So I've got in front of me. Right now, you're at like, so you've gotten two out of five right, right? Well, so no, one of them, no, one of them was disqualified because you spilled coffee on it. No, so that was that put you to 50%, but then you were wrong about the game this morning, and so that was, you're back to 40%. Don't I'm lie. I'm going to have to check the records on this. Okay, so you're at 40%. All right, so in front of me, I've got uh, two pieces of paper with a raspberry on top of each. Delicious raspberries, by the way. And one paper says Ecuador, one paper says France. I'm going to pick this one. Sharp, please tell me who is going to win. Let's see. Greg has picked France as the winner. All right. France will win the game tomorrow. France as the winner. There you go. Hashtag Greg the Human. Post it on Twitter. It will be trending. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right. Well, before we take off, it's a couple special people's birthdays today, Greg. It is I know that you probably have a problem with that, but... uh... (laughs) I do not have a problem with it. All right. Let's talk about this. So let's say we've got three different birthdays. First off, we need to say happy birthday to David. David. David, happy birthday, sir. Oh, Astro Boy, yeah? Yep. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. All right. We also need to say happy birthday to Crystal. Crystal. Crystal, happy birthday. Happy birthday, lady. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. And finally. And we need to say happy birthday. To the double dipper herself. No, I didn't say that. Our dear friend Jessica. Jessica. Happy birthday, honey. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. She's going to kick me in the nuts. Yeah, she is. Yeah, this is going to be dangerous. Happy birthday, Jessica. Oh, wow. Oh, Amy's birthday was June 1st. Did we not give you a happy birthday, Amy? I thought we did. I thought we did, too. Should we do one more really quick? Yes, we can. Okay. Amy, happy birthday. All right. You have to realize that it takes me a second to get everything loaded over here. First. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. It was also Tim's birthday yesterday. Happy okay, birthday, well, Tim. All right. One more. One more. Really quick. I just already loaded okay, the other stuff. I'll give Tim okay. a birthday shout out tomorrow. All right. That sounds all right. good. Um, we don't want everyone to get you know, lost in the wash. That's true. Okay. I'll give it to him tomorrow. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today. It is so awesome. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. And don't forget, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT. Also, while you're at funemploymentradio.com, order yourself a sweatshirt. Right now, you have until July 5th, you should. so get your order in. Yes, so you might not need it now, right now, but you know, it's a, it's going to get cold soon. It is. Or maybe you're living in a place where it's cold right it's now. True. Well, it's still cold at night. Yeah. yeah, it is cold at night, yeah. Greg. You need a sweatshirt. Don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Don't get sick. You don't want to get summer sick. No, that's no. the worst time ever. Get yourself a sweatshirt. Funemploymentradio.com. Order one right now and, uh, and get those taken care of. All right, you guys are awesome. Uh, we have so much fun doing this show, and you guys are amazing. Yes. Amazing makes an ass out of you and me. Can't do that. It doesn't make any sense at all. I'm very sweaty right now, too. Wow, thanks for sharing. Mm-hmm. I just want to let everybody know that. Okay, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys, thank you so much. Follow us on Twitter at Fun Up Radio, at Greg Nibbler, at Sarah X. I we'll saw be that back Greg tomorrow. the Human's following us on Twitter now. I'm ignoring that. We'll be back tomorrow <laughs> with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Bye, guys. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.